second that is not no please just a little remembrance of the last time we went to the world juniors Bryn Griffiths and Paul Almeida with you that takes me back that takes me way back to the Czech Republic there are a few of us that every time we hear that, that was ingrained into our brains at the World Juniors. That Every time somebody took a penalty, we heard that, and then we heard it, and then we heard it, and then we heard it again, Paul. God, I hope we don't hear that again. No, that you certainly, horrible. trust me, you will not hear it anymore. Never mind. Uh, how you doing today, by the way? And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I'm doing great. Other than my voice is a little gravelly today, but... Don't you find it ironic year. the last time that we got together and we were talking about the World Juniors and there we were in the Czech Republic after a gold medal championship by Canada, you had no voice that day either. <laughs> I had zero voice that day because I was yelling and screaming. You know, that third period was just ridiculous. And then to win that game on that final goal there with just a couple of minutes left was just uh, ridiculous. Well, for anybody who joined us at that event and is excited about joining us at the next one, which will be the 2024 World Junior Hockey Championship coming up in Sweden, we're really pumped up about it. Paul, let's get right to it. The tour is what? It's sold out. Uh, But hold on. Yes. Um, I was talking last night to the Swedish Hockey Federation and we might get an opportunity to get a few more seats. Oh, excellent. We'll see if that's possible. And if it is, it won't be many uh, spots open. It might be as few as eight to 10. Okay. But we might get a few extra seats. And what I will do is uh, uh, we will email out the people on our members list first and give them the opportunity to uh, pass it around friends before we sell it to anybody else. Now, don't anybody make any phone calls or anything because by the time you download this, they might be gone, but that's interesting news. Exciting to see that the Swedish hockey federation are working with you though. They are, and they're, uh, trying their best to get us the best seats they can. Obviously we've got a request in for 325 seats and that includes seats for our staff, our guides, um, so, uh, in terms of actual seats for, uh, our fans, um, it's in the low three hundreds. So we're already at three Oh five right now. Wow. On our last count. Okay. So, uh, once you take into consideration, uh, that our guides and bus drivers will need about 15 seats. That's where we're going to have that extra eight to 10 or so possibly it's not a hundred percent confirmed, but, uh, uh, again, uh, yesterday they were uh, sending me uh, an idea of where our seats would be. And uh, the only thing I requested is I didn't want any seats lower than row 15. I've been in that rink before. Okay. And, um, you know, if you're too low, you know, it, it, the sight lines are a little harder if you're in row one to five, let's say, uh, because you have the arena and then uh, there is a space around the arena before you get to the actual seats. So, uh, cause they do indoor track and field there and other events. So the, the bowl is a little wider. Um, so I found that if you're a little bit higher, your sight lines are a little better. So I don't mind even being near the top, uh, because, uh, the arena only goes up 
20 some rows. That's it. Okay. Uh, what do you want to, where do you want to dig in first? Do you want to, do you want to start with yeah, the Facebook well, page we, first and then go from there? Yeah. Well, our Facebook page has been very active and, uh, it's a tool that we really haven't used very well in the past. And, uh, uh, we're starting to now. So we're putting more information on the Facebook page. Um, and we're going to be making announcements on there as we have already. We announced our hotels on there. We announced uh, our photographer on there. We announced other things on there. And we also like to put on there some information about the places we're going to, information about uh, different tours, um, and any tour updates we also like to put on Facebook as well, as well as just some uh, general interesting information. I, I've put some stuff from past World Junior Championships uh, for example, uh, the all-star team in 1978 or a poster from an old World Juniors, uh, that sort of thing, or pictures from World Juniors that we've gone to in the past. Right. So it's a good little resource uh, for information. We try to post something every couple of days so that there's something fresh on there. And it's also a good way for uh, people that are going on the tour, people that have been on the tour, to have a little bit of communication amongst each other. We see in the comment section that people like to comment on our posts and uh, the information that we've put on there as well. We'll go, go too long with this one today because we want you to have a little bit of a voice uh, for the month of March. But Thank anyway, uh, the uh, so the Facebook page has been very popular. We've certainly enjoyed following along with everybody. That's been great. Uh, that members page has been very successful though, right? Yeah, the members page is the key for anybody that's going on the tour. That's where we'll put any updates. And it's, it's you know, you have to have the password, which we've emailed out to everybody along with the page. Uh, you can access the page from our general World Junior 2024 website. There's a, a banner there that you can click that takes you to the page, and then you just submit the password. Right. Uh, but uh, once you get on the page, there's a ton of information on there for people. Uh, we have a top news section. Uh, tour information section where we're posting uh, updates on the on the tour. Uh, the newsletters that we send out, we archive them all on there. Uh, we'll also all archive uh, the podcasts, including uh, this one. That sounds absolutely terrible because of my voice. Uh, speak for and, yourself. Uh, <clears throat> well, we, because of me, not because <laughs> of you. Uh, yeah, we also okay. be putting. We also have on there World Junior Tournament information. We've already put some. Uh, links to the official tournament website, the TSN website, and other websites that have to do with the World Juniors. Uh, there's already quite a bit of destination information that people can look at, um, uh, including information on uh, uh, Stockholm. Uh, there's some maps on there. There's some information on Gronaloon, the amusement park. There's uh, information on, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the places that we're going to. Gothenburg gave us some, uh, a guide to city maps and public transportation maps. So that information will grow and grow as we get closer to leaving, as well as links. Um, in the download section, we've updated the tour rate sheet. We've uh, confirmed all the pricing. So uh, the prices that were quoted for the actual tour uh, have not changed. The only thing that has changed is... Uh, uh, the insurance costs, we've got insurance, the new rate sheet for 2023. And not uh, all of the options, but some of the options, the insurance cost has gone up just a little bit. And uh, uh, we've uh, posted that on there uh, for everybody to see. Um, also very important is the, in, the uh, insurance section. And the insurance section we have on there, uh, again, the medical and cancellation plan that we use from Allianz uh, Insurance. 
Uh, we have the uh, policy that you can download if you want to look at uh, what's included, what's not included. And at the very end of the policy, I've also added uh, information that they've provided for us uh, since last year about COVID and what exactly is covered and isn't covered with COVID. Uh, the important thing to remember is that if you get COVID just before you leave uh, and not able to travel because you have tested positive for COVID, that is covered. And if you get covered in Europe while you're on the tour and have to be hospitalized or need uh, some care, uh, that is also covered under the plan. But uh, what is not covered is any, you know, the, the insurance uh, companies see COVID now as a known and possible event. And in that case, uh, it does not cover, uh, you know, uh, if uh, COVID becomes uh, a situation where governments require people, again, to be vaccinated to enter the country and those sort of things, uh, or if there are any shutdowns. Um, and there is also an insurance waiver. We give people the option. Uh, on the rate sheet, there is an amount for an insurance discount, which is what we budgeted initially for insurance. Uh, so if you decline our insurance and want to use your own, uh, you know, you deduct that uh, from uh, the amount that you pay for the tour. And uh, some people have already sent that in. Uh, we do have a deadline for that, uh, that we're asking people to send it in by the 24th. And uh, after that, we'll be looking at, uh, uh, you know, getting insurance for everybody uh, on the tour. And we'll have a, a page on the member's website where, we're going to list everybody on the tour who has insurance with a policy number, just so you can be rest assured that uh, insurance has been, has been purchased for you and you have the actual policy number. And we'll also include on there the emergency numbers at the top so that uh, even while you're on the tour, uh, should you need some uh, assistance, uh, you can easily go to our tour members page, click on it and find your policy number and the, and the, uh, numbers that you require to call uh, in an emergency. Uh, once you get your documents at the end, yeah. uh, we'll also have in there a little sheet with your policy number so that uh, you've got that on you as well. You can put in your pocket um, uh, while you're traveling or in your uh, little wallet. Uh, we also have in there a travel information section, which again has information on money, uh, electrical power, uh, a lot of uh, information from the Canadian government, Health Canada, and also some information from the European Union. There's a little app that you could download onto your phone or you can go to the webpage there. Right. And it basically gives you uh, uh, an updated uh, information from the European Union in regards to uh, any COVID conditions or any medical conditions or health conditions that uh, we should be aware of. And there's also a little uh, segment on uh, calling home and phones and that sort of thing, which people always have a question uh, uh, about. Uh, the other thing is apparel and souvenir information. Obviously, as we get our um, jerseys, which are in production right now, by the way, uh, once we get our jerseys and we start uh, uh, taking orders from people for their free uh, jersey, everybody gets a free jersey when they go on the tour. Um, uh, we have a choice, again, of a white jersey, a red jersey, a black jersey. Uh, we did make a Sweden jersey, which people like. And uh, we also did a hoodie if people would like to purchase a hoodie. And uh, we did a, uh, a holiday sweatshirt this year instead of a jersey. So uh, we'll have that available as well. And uh, those will be coming out uh, probably in the next uh, oh, couple of months. We'll start uh, 
you know, unveiling them one at a time and then probably looking at taking orders uh, uh, sometime in the summertime already for uh, your free jersey and if you want to order one of the other ones. And then they'll be sent out with your documents um, or picked up at our tournament party here at Edmonton uh, in November. Can I jump in and say one thing here? You do an unbelievable job. I've, I've watched you now for years planning these things. And I think it, you know, you do a great job, but I got to just say this to everybody who maybe there's some people who don't know you've never traveled with you before. And then there's a bunch of us who have, and we've watched it. It's really essential for people to understand a couple of things. One is you're going to have a great time, but two, there's a level of responsibility on the people to find out. They can't leave it all up to you. You've covered so many bases that, uh, for example, the the life insurance, uh, the trip insurance one, right? There's a number on that insurance stuff where you can make you do your own homework and to be expecting that you're going to be able to just answer every question when you've got a million other things going on right now. I just want to, this is just how I view it, Paul, and you you would never say this to anybody, but I'm saying it. There is an element of personal responsibility. You got to know where 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 you're going with things. To leave it all on you, I think, is a little unfair. Yet uh, you got everything else covered. I'm telling you, that last trip was absolutely flawless. Yeah, and the only thing I would say with insurance is that uh, you know I'm not an insurance agent. We provide a policy that we've used for many tours in the past. Right, and and we do rely on people to do their own homework if they have uh, a policy that covers them, or if they prefer a different policy. Uh, they have the option to purchase a different policy uh, that covers them. Uh, just remember that you need trip cancellation and you need medical and everything else. Well, there's a list there of what our plan covers, and you can look at your plan to make sure that it covers uh, that or more. And there actually is a change of mind insurance that uh, you can buy as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's something that you could look into. And uh, if it's something that you want to purchase, you can. Um, the other thing I would say is that, uh, uh, you know, the amount of information that we provide sometimes is overwhelming, but the reason we do it is, for example, under the destination information, if you click on the Sweden Azurkan guide, yeah, there is a ton of info there, but the reason I do it is because you never know what each person is interested in. So if Bryn, Griff- Bryn Griffiths is interested in disco dance music, well, he'll see clearly on there that there's an ABBA museum in Stockholm that he can visit. If he likes techno music, um, he can go to the Avicii experience. There's a museum for that. If he likes royal families, he can do the royal tour or some things on your own time. So we want to make sure that people have as much information as possible, not to overwhelm them, but so that the last thing that I want is for you to leave Stockholm, Bryn, and say, if I only knew that was there, I would have gone, you know? And so we try to provide as much information as we can uh, to people so that they can make their decisions for their own free time and what they want to do, because everybody's got different interests. Let's face it. Uh, Some people love sports. Some people love music. Some people love concerts. Some people, uh, you know, uh, love art and museums and those things. So uh, when you're there, you might as well go search out what you enjoy. And enjoy your free time. Some people just like going to a cafe and watching people go by. So uh, we just want to make sure that there's enough information for everybody. And going back to our Facebook page, Bryn, uh, I just want to go over some of the recent announcements that we've made. Let's do it. You know, uh, uh, as I mentioned before, the 
newsletters that we sent out are on the webpage as well. You could download them at any time. But some of the things that we've announced along the way, uh, number one is that we will have a photographer with us again in Europe, uh, Keith Moore. And, uh, uh, you know, we look forward to having Keith on the tour and taking photos of everybody as they go through, uh, you know, uh, the tours and everything else. So we'll make the photos available to everybody again to download. And it's free of charge for everybody. But it's nice to have Keith there uh, taking photos because let's face it, when we're on tour and sightseeing or at one of our events, whether it be the Christmas party, the New Year's party, um, you're not worrying about taking pictures of everybody when you're there. Uh, but it's nice to have uh, that available, uh, a set of pictures that you can download. The other things that we've announced are the hotels. Uh, for example, in Stockholm, our hotel is the uh, Clarion Sign, which we've used many times for different tours, and the location of it is absolutely perfect. Um, that's why we keep using it. Um, it's right by the train station. So, for example, uh, if you needed to arrive earlier and, and wanted to take the Arlanda Express in, uh, which is a train that goes from the airport right to two blocks from our hotel. It's very convenient. Um, if, if you're doing your own flights and it doesn't match up with our flights and you need to uh, do a transfer in, it's very convenient. Um, the hotel itself is by a pedestrian street that leads right to the old town. And along the way, you pass numerous shops, cafes, uh, you know, theaters, things to do, things to see. And then uh, in the old town, uh, that's where you want to be. So in terms of a location, you can't ask for a better location. Um, and then our hotel in Gothenburg, as we've mentioned in many emails and uh, before and on the web uh, Facebook page, it's walking distance to the main uh, arena where Canada is going to play the majority of their games. So uh, that's, you know, a 15, 20 minute walk, uh, you know, across the park to get from uh, the Radisson Blue Hotel to uh, the Scandinavian Arena. And then you go in the other direction. Uh, from the hotel, you're in the main square. Um, you're near the central train station again. So, you know, uh, if you needed to come in on a different day and join us, you can uh, by train and you're right by the hotel. But in addition to that, there's, again, a multitude of restaurants, shops. Uh, you're in where you want to be. And uh, walking distance to the Haga uh, area where they have, you know, the old cafes, uh, where you can have your fika. Um, so... You know, the location of the hotel in Gothenburg, we, we couldn't be happier with. And uh, we're also happy that, uh, you know, we can use the hotel to have our Christmas party there, our New Year's party there, which is convenient for everybody. Uh, they can stay as long as they like. They can go up to their room. We'll be podcasting um, and, from there, too. So that's going to be fun. Absolutely. And, and actually, I'm uh, leaving for Sweden and Finland here in April. Uh, we have two ringette teams that were taken to Sweden, Finland, Estonia, and then the Czech Republic. And when I'm done in the Czech Republic, I'm flying to Gothenburg and I'm going to be meeting with uh, uh, the hotel. I'm meeting with the Swedish Ice Hockey Federation. I'm also meeting with the tourist board of Gothenburg to get additional information that we can post and share with the people on our tours. And initially with the ringette teams while we're in Stockholm, um, I'll be meeting with the, with the Stockholm tourist information there as well. Um, so uh, we'll be able to get that information out uh uh, to our people as well, if, if they have anything else that they can provide us. Um, the other thing we announced is we've already booked the flight from Gothenburg to Brussels for the people going on the Belgium-France trip. Right. Uh, so we have two two flights booked with 50 people on each uh, flight. And uh, really looking forward to, to that part of the trip. And we'll be announcing soon our hotels in Ghent and in Paris as well. 
Um, and the other thing that we've announced is the schedule for the World Juniors. And the important part of the schedule is that uh, those that are arriving on the 27th, unfortunately in the past, the 27th Canada hasn't played very often, but this time they are playing. Uh, they play in the evening at 7.30 against Latvia. Uh, based on the flights that we're holding, um, it looks like we should be able to get everybody in in time to catch that game in the evening. Uh, you might not be able to catch the game in the afternoon at 2.30, Finland and Germany. Uh, but uh, in that case, you would only miss the first Canada game, which was what was going to happen anyway if you're leaving on the 26th, which is the Finland-Canada game. Uh, the other important part of the schedule is, of course, the quarterfinals, because we don't know where Canada is going to end up in the tournament. And uh, the later game in the evening is already booked for Sweden at the Scandinavian. They're going to play there no matter where they finish in the tournament. So for Canada, that means that they were will be playing. They have a possibility of playing in the Scandinavian at two thirty, or there's an actual possibility that Canada might be playing at the Frölunda Borg Arena. So the problem with the Frölunda Borg Arena, as I've mentioned in the, uh, one of the newsletters that I sent out, is that not all the capacity that they have there is seating. Uh, a large amount of their capacity is standing room in, in the end zones. It's kind of terrace um, terraces, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, there's step terraces, and each step there, there's a standing room spot, right. right? So what we've actually requested is that uh, no matter where Canada plays, we want our second game that day to be the Sweden game in the evening at the Scandinavian, so that we only get one game at the Frölundeborg as a possibility. Okay. And if it is the and if Canada does play at the Frölundeborg, we've also requested uh, that they give us some seats, uh, we don't have an exact number uh, of seats to so that we can take care of. I know we have people on the tour that are 70 plus. I know we have people on the tour that uh, have uh, medical issues. Uh, some people I know have just had hip replacements and those sort of things. So we want to make sure we take care of those individuals uh, that they have a seat for the game. And then the rest of us will be in the rowdy section. I'm sure it's going to be a rowdy section. Uh, in the end zone, but at least we only have to do it for one game, but it'll be a, a different experience because in Europe, let's face it, a lot of the arenas and even a lot of the soccer stadiums, they still have this standing room section and oh, that's yeah. where a majority of the people prefer to be. And that is the home arena of the Frolunda team. Um, so, uh, you know, the majority of their fans like to be in the end zone behind their goaltender. They are standing. Um, so we'll, you know, reach that point uh, if it's necessary, I mean, we'll only know after Canada finishes the round robin where they're going to play in the quarterfinal game. And then we'll uh, figure out, uh, you know, accordingly uh, about the tickets. So I wouldn't worry about that right now, but I'm just letting everybody know that that's a possibility. Okay. And the good thing about having the schedule right now is that we can start working on our events around the schedule. Now we know the days that we have off. Now we know the days that, uh, uh, we have time in the morning, and uh, we can start planning uh, some of the tours that uh, we mentioned in the brochure uh, around the, the tournament. So um, uh, we'll get on that right away and be making announcements on that as we get stuff uh, done. Want to get to invoices? Because that's a big thing right now. Yeah, we I've been working on them around the clock here. And the, the hard part about the invoices is that I was waiting for the insurance stuff. Right. Uh, to be able to finalize all the costs and put them all in the in the invoices. And the, the part that takes the longest is 
all that information that you inputted in your registration and all your passport information, I put on the invoice so that you can double check everything. And so that takes a bit of time. So we're almost there and we'll be sending them out uh, probably uh, 30, 40 a day here. So it'll take us a, a few days to get them all out. Uh, what I do ask is that everybody please check them over, make sure there's no errors uh, so that if there is an error, we catch it early. I guarantee you there's going to be an error on my part because to do that many, uh, I'm going to do a mistake uh, either on, uh, you know, a name spelling or, uh, you know, anything could be. So please look at it carefully. Uh, the earlier we catch any mistakes, we catch them early, then we don't have to worry about them later. Uh, so that's going to be uh, coming out right away. Um, in terms of flights, so everybody knows we have flights uh, being held with Air France and KLM out of all the major gateways. That's Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Toronto, Montreal. Those are the major gateways. Um, the thing that's holding us back right now a little bit is we don't have the connectors with WestJet yet for some of the flights for people traveling. For example, on uh, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, KLM flies out of Edmonton one day, out of Calgary the next. So um, if you're flying out of Edmonton on a Calgary flight day, we need the connectors with WestJet. We don't have those connectors yet. And we don't have connectors for uh, some of the interior BC. Uh, we have people out of Halifax. We have people in uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, we have people in Winnipeg. We have people in Saskatchewan. So we're waiting for those connectors. But what may happen as well is that we are also going to start looking for other flight possibilities from those areas as well. And if we get a flight that works, uh, we may be contacting you, giving you that flight information and saying, hey, how does that look uh, if it's good? Uh, we may have to issue those right away. The KLM flights, I'm not worried about. We don't have to issue those till 90 days prior to departure. So we have time actually to hold on to those flights and actually wait to see if some other flights become available. Uh, Bryn, you tipped me off on some information out of uh, the airport here in Edmonton that we might be getting some additional flights. So, uh, you know, I don't want to be too hasty and take the first uh, opportunity. We're holding it to safeguard everybody with the flights. But if there's a better opportunity, better connections, then we'll look at it as well before we start uh, issuing a bunch of tickets. Um, and like I mentioned, some flights will have to be issued soon uh, simply because to do a group file, we need 10 people out of a certain gateway to do it. So if we don't have 10 people out of a certain gateway, we may look for flights out of that gateway and contact you and say, hey, uh, you want to fly out of uh, Regina? Here's the flights we have out of Regina right now. Uh, if they're good for you, we'll just go ahead and issue them right now so that we don't lose them. So we'll, we'll be doing that with some of our uh, departure cities. The other thing is some people are booking their own flights, and we've had a few people already contact us and send us their itineraries. You're more than welcome to book your own flights. Uh, don't think that we're all flying over as a group. I had a person call me yesterday from Toronto saying, you know, uh, my wife likes the idea of us looking at our own flights, but she wants to travel with the group. Well, on the day that they're going, there's only four people from Toronto going that day. So don't think that we have half a plane or something from your destination going to our World Junior Tour because we have people from across Canada taking different flights. So if you get a flight you like, uh, again, you get a $1,700 rebate. Uh, just make sure if you book your own flights, you, you purchase the insurance for that flight when you purchase it because... Uh, we cannot insure that flight after the fact with our insurance, okay? If you purchase a flight, you have to insure it. Uh, but uh, if you want to do it, go ahead. Just let us know. Uh, if you do buy your flight, send us the itinerary and let us know so that we're not looking for flights for you 
uh, on some of our carriers that we have. And uh, again, uh, going back to no, the no insurance, um, if you decide you don't want insurance, you must let us know by the 24th and send us the insurance waiver. The waiver Paul, is available the 24th on the of, members' webpage. Paul, Paul, the 24th of February, what month? February, so okay. the end of this week. All right. Okay, for those that are listening, uh, we're taping this on the 21st of February. Right. So in three days, um, you know, please uh, let us uh, know and send us the insurance waiver uh, signed by then. Uh, so in terms of the World Juniors, uh, we just wanted to do an initial podcast to give people a bit of a rundown of where we're at and uh, some of the general information that we've uh, created in the members page. So uh, uh, we'll have more podcasts uh, uh, on a regular basis now that uh, we've started again, maybe maybe on a monthly basis, and maybe we'll ramp that up to a bi-weekly basis as we get closer to departure. And we'll have features, uh, you know, you can tell them a little bit more, Bryn, of what type of podcast we're going to be having, uh, probably some similar to what we did uh, pre-departure last time. Yeah, we're also going to be doing more live streaming this time, and I'm really looking forward to it. You and I were already penciling in when we were going to basically be doing our podcasts on the days in particular. Uh, we're going to start off in Stockholm with a few podcasts. Uh, we'll be taping them in the uh, lobby or in that area of the hotel uh, on the uh, the odd day, we'll be doing live remotes from wherever we're traveling. So uh, we'll tell people as we get a little bit closer to it, but I'm very excited about it. The thing that's amazing to me, and you want to talk about how travel has changed in some ways and equipment has changed. Last time I lugged two monstrous suitcases, uh, yeah. Pelican cases with me with equipment, and now equipment has changed so much and so dramatically that it's like one mid-sized case and a duffel bag. Like it's a, it's amazing how much things have changed. So uh, we're looking forward to going over and having some fun, like we always do. And it'll be great if people want to come and join us. We'll have an extra headset for people too, if somebody wants to yeah, come they and can join, join us. us. Yeah, and you want to tell them, you want to tell them a little bit, Brent, about our pre-departure podcast and what we did last time as well. Well, we, we did we did one from the party, which was a blast, and then we uh, you know we did a couple beforehand, and uh, one of the things we're going to try to do is we're going to try to track down some players who have participated in this particular event over the long and many years to come and tell us what they remember the most about the World Juniors, just to get you pumped up and ready to go. But uh, man, that's it's a long way off, but it isn't. You and I have been talking about no, how it, fast already no, it comes fast. Oh, it's yeah, it's going it, crazy. It, it, I can't believe we're already into uh, close to the end of February here. It seems like yesterday we had our meeting in Edmonton to launch the event. And now we're at a point where we're already sold out and we're preparing already for the tournament and have the tournament schedule and things are starting to fall into place. Uh, so uh, I'm starting to get excited about it. I know a lot of people are, I get a lot of emails and phone calls. And again, like I said, on our Facebook page, the number of, comments we get now and people that have followed over the last uh two months we've increased by 300 followers we hardly had any followers before now we're pushing 500 and that's growing like 10 a week 20 a week so uh it's a good place to get information a good place to interact with people that are going on our tour have been on our tour and um sometimes uh, those people you could ask them a question about what it was like on our tours and they'll be able to tell you um the other thing i want to mention Bryn, before we go is uh, we have our Croatia agent. Oh, hang on a second here. We This is a topic change. Hang on, we need to... Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, we're talking about the Croatia Adriatic Cruise. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, 
this cruise is going to be amazing. We rented a yacht uh, with 19 rooms in Croatia. Uh, there are only a couple of rooms left on the top deck. Um, we have nine left, uh, double or twin rooms in total. Uh, we're departing September 27th to October 10th. We're flying to Venice, Italy. Uh, we're spending our first hour, uh, evening in Venice, and then we're going to the Istrian Peninsula. From there, we're taking the cruise uh, down the Adriatic coast uh, through some of the major cities along the coast of uh, Zadar, Split, Dubrovnik. We're going to the Kirka Waterfalls. We're going to the island of uh, Hvar. Um, along the way, we have breakfast included every day on the boat. Uh, we have a top deck with lounge chairs and a, a jacuzzi. There's a dining room on the boat where we have some meals as well. We have a captain's dinner on there one day. And off the back of the boat, uh, we could swim in the Adriatic. Uh, and then in the evenings, we're docked at uh, different ports. And we get to enjoy the, the nightlife in each one of the cities and dinners are in each one of the cities. So uh, it, it's an amazing experience. I've been to Croatia a couple of times now. This will be my third time, the first time that we've uh, done it on the yacht, and I'm uh, super excited about it. And uh, we've had a lot of interest in it. So uh, if you're interested in joining us, by all means, if you have friends that might be interested, please share the information with them. Um, after the tour is over, we're going to a little town called Kaftat, which is just south of Dubrovnik. And uh, a beautiful town, a five-star hotel we're staying in, overlooking the Adriatic. And in the town itself, uh, beautiful restaurants around the harbor, uh, just a very scenic location. And then uh, on our final day, we're flying to Zagreb, the capital of Croatia. We're spending, uh, doing a tour and spending the afternoon there. And then um, flying home from Zagreb. So a two-week trip. And, uh, you know, the, the starting cost is $6,400 for a lower cabin uh, place on the cruise. Uh, I mean, you look at the prices of these cruises, that's a, a very reasonable price uh, simply because we've chartered the whole yacht and uh, are able to, uh, you know, uh, give it out to people at a reasonable price to experience something that uh, uh, is a once in a lifetime experience. And just because our weather gets a little chilly in October, we got to tell everybody the weather there toward the end of September and into early October is perfect. Yeah. Well, we did the trip to Italy this past year. And you remember what the temperature was in Rome at the time. Yeah, it was 33 degrees. 33 degrees on, yeah. its be on the hottest day. So what we've been told by our, and yeah, I was in uh, Croatia in October right after as well. So I was there around the exact same time we're going to be there. And a lot of the weather every day was in the low 20s, which is perfect. Uh, low to mid 20s. And uh, the evening is uh, high teens to low 20s. So that's very comfortable weather for us. Um, like one of my uh, partners in Croatia told me when I was thinking about uh, renting the yachts, they said, uh, you really don't want to do June and July, Paul. Uh, sometimes we get 35, 40 degree weather. Yeah. Nobody's going to go in the jacuzzi. Nobody's going to go up in those loungers uh, at that time. He goes, beginning of September, we usually get a little bit of rain. By the end of September, it's perfect weather. Yeah. So that's what we booked. We booked it at the end of September. And I think it's going to be a fantastic experience for people. Um, uh, we have some people that went on our world junior tours on this tour as well. And, uh, you know, we have people that went on our Italy tour on this tour as well. So we have some very nice people, uh, very relaxed experience. And, uh, I think it's going to fill up, uh, here pretty quickly now that, uh, uh, we're approaching, uh, a few months prior. And if you're interested, uh, please, uh, give us a call 
And uh, please share it with your friends. You may have friends who like to travel. This is a great travel experience at a very reasonable cost uh, to do Croatia with a yacht. Beautiful. Hey, thanks for your time. That's it, huh? Are we good? That's it. Until next time. Yeah, we'll have another uh, podcast here coming up soon. Okay, thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.